Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Ruincast, the Heroes of Ruin podcast. I'm Kevin Eva and uh, joining me at the moment is uh, George Wright, the producer. Say hello, George. Hello, good morning. Good morning, or yeah. good afternoon. Good, well, wherever you are, it's the time. We're kind of a bit lost on time at the moment. Um, we've, we've all been frightfully busy and in fact this particular Ruincast is actually going to be across four parts. Um, just, got, to keep things just, to, just to keep things yeah, really simple. Um, it's been it's very difficult for us all to get in the same room, actually, because uh, we've all been busy doing other things. So we've got George at the beginning here, the most important person at the front, obviously, being, being the producer. But you or me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 just definitely you. Um, and then we're going to have a um, guest in, which is apparently the emergency services, uh, if, you, if you can hear that. They've come to arrest Luke. Yes. That's why he's not here right now. That's why he's not here. Um, no, we do have. We will have Luke uh, later on. We'll, we'll be talking a bit more about some of the more creative aspects uh, of in the game. Because we'll have George for the technical and Luke for the creative. But in the middle of that, we've actually got three guests. Um, as you may be aware, we had around the time of PAX, we had a special press day. Where we got various people in. In fact, you might have seen the uh, the blister films video with uh, George, looking very tired. Looking very tired. <laughs> looking very tired. Uh, but we actually got those guys, Yusuf and Yusuf and Gordon, to give us a bit more insight into their own personal thoughts regarding the game, because they were the ones who actually went to the Nintendo event at, that was around the time, or just after, I should say, E3. So they've seen an earlier version of the build, and then a later version of the build. So they've, they've got a quite a good insight into exactly. how things have progressed. So that's um, very interesting. In fact, you, you might find what they say very interesting indeed. We've also got a, uh, a newbie's perspective, somebody who hadn't seen the uh, game prior to that event, uh, Sven from Spong. So uh, we've got uh, two separate interviews with them. But we'll crack straight on with uh, George and his questions. So, what's the first one? The first one. Well, well, there's been lots. There's been lots of chatter about about various things. Um, let's start off with something we get asked a lot, actually, uh, with regard to the the balance between N space and Square Enix, and who's doing what. Um, we. Keep emphasis, but uh, hand, of, hand of God asked this from the forums um, with uh, how how Heroes of Ruin came to be. So, did Cells just give Endspace an idea and tell them to run with it, or did uh, Endspace propose an idea? Who, whose whose idea was it for Heroes of Ruin? Where where, where does it, the world of Ruin come from? So, it started off. Um, you know, the, the th- we heard the 3DS was coming out at Square Enix. We wanted to um, make a game that would be suited for the 3DS. And at the same time, Endspace came to us with an idea. So originally, it is actually um, something that was conceived at Endspace at the beginning. But then uh, through time, you know, through us working together, we've sort of evolved that idea. So although it started with Endspace, I think it's kind of a, a joint effort at the end now. Um, obviously, if you ask you for the distinguishing... Um, well, the differences between the two of us—it's Endspace are the developers, so they're the people with the artists and the the programmers, 
engineers, designers, and they're actually creating the game, doing the nitty gritty stuff. Whereas here we have, you know, Luke who does the sort of brand side of things, and an external designer, L, who's been on Runecast One, and myself who sort of oversees that and manages it to a certain extent, and also provides, you know, some creative feedback and into the process, and making sure that we are. Know, trying to make the best game that we want to make. We we do get. I mean, I get asked a lot on the forums as well. Who's doing what? And we often, both of us, get referred to as N Space. And yes. and to, to 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 make it perfectly clear, I'm Square Enix. George is Square Enix. Luke is Square Enix. If you see the mods on the on the Heroes of Ruin site, they are Square Enix. So the site Square Enix run. Um, so all of that is Square Enix. Uh, we're, we're not N Space. Yes, <laughs> we're, 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 we're in we're in London. Yes, in so London. It's, so uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I hope that clarifies that for you, Hand of Good. Okay. Now, um, speaking of packs, we did have some uh, a lot of details regarding some of the technical aspects, um, and uh, crashes question actually ties into that how long will story mode take to finish and what incentives to keep playing uh, are there after players complete the story mode so I mean it's, it's a difficult one to quantify how long it's going to take to do story mode because there's so much additional you know side quests to do in the game and exploration to do in the game which you rewarded for too um I would say, you know, if you did some of the side quests and you went through the story quest pretty quickly, you'd get maybe around 15 hours just to get through from start to end pretty quickly. So, but, so, so that's only if you're doing like just a few of the side quests yeah, here, here yeah, and yeah. there. So, you, so if, you, if you did none of the side quests at all, you'd probably do it a, bit, a little bit quicker. Yeah, but. you'd be able to do it quicker than that. Um, but obviously... That's not you playing the game. That's you just trying to finish it as soon as possible. Yeah, there, there is a there is a difference, guys, between you playing the game and exploring the game and just going raw finish. Um, and of course, you'll miss out on rewards, as, as you mentioned. Yes, so. and then also, you know, to answer the question about what happens after the game is finished, you can um, play with your friends. You can um, help out some of your lower level. Uh, allies by going into levels with them, helping them out. It'll be different to when you th- went through it because it'll be different loot to pick up and um, it'll be a different layout. And also, beyond that, if you, if you, when you finish the game, you still have your challenge system, which is going to be supported. So every day you'll be able to complete challenges, which will grant you access to new special items. Plus, obviously, with the, the four character classes being very different. Yes. How you play the game with each character class is is a different experience. So you can always start up a new character. In fact, we recommend that you do. So yes, yeah, they're all great characters to, to uh, check it out because they've all got their own different different backgrounds. And uh, as you will see, I, I won't go into it any further. Okay. Um, obviously, since last we were in cast, Nintendo had their we had, we had Tokyo Game Show and the, or the Nintendo event that was alongside it. Where they revealed the extra circle pad, 
Uh, we got straight in there with a question from Auto Kirby. Are you or have you guys been designing this game for use with the extra circle pad peripheral for the 3DS? Uh, the answer would be no. Because no. <laughs> we've been making the game for a while now, so that's brand new technology. It's not even out yet. So it's not something we could have planned to use. And we're pretty far into the production now to try and cater for that is quite a bit of extra work. Mm. The game you know, works really well without it. So, and the other, there's another part of this question from Auto, Auto Kirby, which is, uh, what do we personally think of it? I, I'd have to try it myself, to be honest. I think in some games it'll be very good if uh, you're playing a, a first-person sort of game. I think it'll be very useful. Um, but yeah, I'd have to try it before I really commented on try it. Try before you buy. Yeah. Uh, from from Anyone my wants to send me yeah. one. <laughs> from, from 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 my side, and this is this is purely a personal thing. Um, I ag- agree with George in that um, it's a case of we'll have to see how it goes. I, I can see how there'd be quite a lot of advantages for having the second circle pad. Um, could probably look a bit better, but yeah. uh, but um, yeah, it's a case of seeing. Um, We've we've no idea when it will even hit the West, of course, because I mean this is just for Monster Hunter, yeah, seven hundred or whatever it 705. is, seven hundred five, um, S, and um, we've no idea if that if that, ga- if that game's coming West or if the peripherals coming West. Cause sometimes peripherals don't, so it's again it's, it'll have to we'll wait and see. But uh, it's not in uh, not uh, in relation to Heroes of Ruin. Now, um, going back to something that we mentioned, I think, in the last Druincast, and that was the maximum level. Yes. Or, or, or it was either in the last Druincast or it was in one of the PAX interviews regarding the maximum level. And that the maximum level for a character um, is 30. Correct. Some people were saying on the forums uh, that, that uh, there was concern that that was too low. Now, we'd like to address that and just explain why that really isn't the case. Um, yeah, I think so, well, it's very difficult to say what's a too low level, too high level in these um, adventure-type games. You know, there's been some fantastic games out there which the, the, the cap is level 12 and it just takes you... a you know, a long time to get to those levels, but it makes a big difference, and it's very rewarding. It's still fun. Then you get other games which are going up, you know, into sixties, seventies, eighties, and it's the same thing. It's also just it's how the games are different. I wouldn't say one game is better than the other because it has a, a different, you know, max level mm-hmm. cap. But um, you know, saying that, I think thirty is actually it's quite a good number. Yeah, I mean, pe- some people people were saying that. You know, it it seemed, um, and they said it's about this the the top, the uh, uh, playtime that we talked about before that it was low for an RPG. We have to emphasise again, guys, this is not an RPG. There's this RPG tendencies yeah. as I, I put it. There's characteristics in there of an RPG, yeah. but it is not a straight out flat role playing game. Yes, it's just more actually. It's more adventurey. It's you know a mix of all of those three. It's an action adventure with RPG qualities. 
is, is that's what that's what I've been saying anyway. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to stick with it. So I mean, ultimately, it's thirty is designed for you know for a full gameplay and you know, getting the, getting the uh, full emphasis out of the game. If we I mean, we could put that number to fifty or sixty or seventy within the same amount of time and it wouldn't exactly change the game playing experience would it you see you'd just be I don't know it would maybe be because you'd just be leveling it'd be leveling up you'd just leveling up all all the time really quickly so um, changing the number and how how quickly you level up but having the same experience wouldn't exactly make the, the gameplay experience any better yes so okay uh right have a uh, another question from Crash. It's another technical one. You like technical ones? Crash likes technical questions. Crash likes technical. Crash likes technical questions. Right. Uh, I would like to know how many items can each save fire hold, uh, and will it be a bank? Will it be a bank, and we'll be able to share items between save files? A couple of people have asked us actually. We're not weak. So if you if you find a really hyper powered um, vindicator sword, but you're playing the savage, say, yes. um, are you able to then you know, store that and go into your vindicator save and grab the sword? No, there will be. Completely um, separate games and separate save files, so you can't, you know, go into the the city somewhere and and, and find a chest or a bank to drop a weapon or be there for another save game. Um, so no, that's not supported. Mm. Um, a, I, yep. Sorry, as I'm gonna say, as a, as a as a question, with obviously trading, would you be able to trade that to say a friend? Yes, had it, and and then they could trade it back to you. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. an option. So that so the, 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 there is perhaps a way around that for you, but uh, you could get into a multiplayer session with a friend um, or someone who's not a friend, but then you're not guaranteed to get it back. Yeah. I guess even if it's a friend, risk you're reward. Getting, yeah, you're not <laughs> guaranteed to get it back. Big emphasis on risk. So yeah, you could play a multiplayer game, meet up with somebody, trade the item, and then uh, you know quit out your game, start up with the, your other character. Join into his session again, and you could get your um, the weapon that you want. Mm. Hopefully, at a good price. Hopefully, a good price. Because they because they could you know hold you to ransom, of course. And uh, well, I would want some. Money. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, so and the but, other question yeah, was what amount the, of items in each save file. So, so like, how big is your? How ultimately, how big is the inventory? I think is what it's. Um, that's still not entirely defined it's not small it's not something that you're going to have to continually like manage going in and out and you know pick them up so it's not going to be something like 20 slots or something no no it'll be it'll be definitely definitely bigger bigger than that but the actual number is yet to be defined unfortunately there is a limit because it's uh, based on the the cartridge size of the the game Hmm. although you'll probably be also looting a lot of things anyway, a lot of lower items, so that will help manage your... Yeah, I mean, it's very... You're not going to want to pick up everything, and it's, the game is built so it's very easy to sell stuff off the floor. If you're standing over it, you can get your, uh, your quick um, inventory stat view, and um, you know you don't need to go into any menus, you can just sell it straight away. So not too much management required. 
Menardi Cast says, uh, I would like to know about um, how the story is told. Will there be several towns uh, in which there are quest givers, or is it more like one very long chain quest? Um, there, most of the, the story is told either in the, in the levels or in the city of Nexus, but the city of Nexus has you know, different districts to it, so you'll, you'll venture around and um, pick up the quest from different people, um, and at the same time you can um, pick up your side quests. And then as you sort of turn in a quest, you will um, be exposed to more of the story. Obviously when you uh, defeat or complete um, specific levels, you'll get additional information or big hits of information. Okay. Uh, Erfart asks, uh, does the ruin part of Heroes of Ruin come from uh, the, uh, the, the status of the city, from the language, or, or is, it the, is it the world, or is it some other aspect? Um, it's, it's more to do with actual the characters themselves. They're not your um, normal heroes, they're more anti-heroes. You know, the reasons why they've come to the city of Nexus and the World of Vale is to... Um, it's not necessarily very honourable. They're doing it for yeah, their I've, own reasons. I've, I've hinted at this as well in, in interviews and things. It's, it's, they're, they're not exact. They're not a hundred percent on the level, really, all yeah. of them. So, so it's perhaps them. Um, There's a little bit of selfishness in all of them. Yeah, yeah. Even even the characters that are from an honourable background, their their reasons are in in no way in no way for the greater good of the land. It's for for, for their own redemption or. Or otherwise, yeah. Um, as for the name of name of the world um, that uh, I mentioned, we can we can actually clarify that. Yes, I mentioned earlier it's the world of Vale. Got a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah, you did mention it earlier. No one picked it up. Bizarre. No one picked it up. Um, but yes, so the, the world is Vale, and it's a uh, quite a big world, and uh, you will. You'll find out you'll more. You'll find out more about it. As, as the veil is lifted on yes. veil, uh, you'll find out more about it. That sounds. That sounds like a, a blog series. The time that I look forward to uh, to writing <laughs> immensely. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there actually that uh, we can uh, reveal in reveal in time. But a veil is the is the name. It'd be nice to know what people think of it actually. Yeah, I mean, I think it's quite a nice name, actually. I like it. Sort of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember any other veils or similar towns in games. So, that, of course, somebody will now turn up and yeah, say, and so, there, "There was this game in, in Zelda Two. There was this small hamlet on the east side that was called Veal or something." <laughs> right, um, we've got another technical question. And lo and behold, it's from Crash. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I swear, he's, he's uh, no, it's, it's great. We we, appre we appreciate the fact that we've, that um, you know those of you will have very specific uh, details you want answered, and we have no problem answering them. Um, Crash wants to talk about the skill tree now. Actually, now a few people have actually asked about the skill tree, but we've not been in a position to say it yet. But we are now. Um, how many skills will be in each skill tree? 
What kinds of skills will there be? Will it have superficial stuff such as um, HP or MP up? Will the skills be more strategy orientated, such as special moves of a wider range, which we use more often? And can we get a peek at one of these skill trees? Well, I'll answer the last bit and uh, later on. But uh, so the skill tree. So each character has their own unique skills, and in total there are fifteen per character, and they're broken into skill branches. So there's five branches per skill tree. For example, the Vindicator, uh, the first one is called the, the Sentinel branch, and that will um, have more sort of defensive-based skills. Um, talking about does it uh, increase your HP or anything like that? No. They are, you know, as I say, their skills, their abilities, and they're, they're defined in three ways. They're either a passive, so something that's always going to be on, um, or a buff, so something you trigger and it will last for a period of time. And the last one is just like an active one. You press the button and it's a big attack or a big defensive thing. And you know they vary um, quite differently between the different branches and obviously between the characters. And also to add to that, you, you, know, you have a certain level of a skill, so you can get your skill to... You can purchase skill, but then you can actually level up in a skill to make it more powerful. So... Yeah, I guess that answers that one. It's always good to have like some passives on all the time, investing in that, and then a nice buff. I could, could tell you my favorites, but they're not gonna they're not gonna mean much if they're you don't gonna, have the no, game. No, well, that's uh, we'll have we'll save that for down the line, and uh, where we can go into th things a bit more. Um, as for well, can we get a peek at one of these skill trees? Um, I would imagine we'll do a specific feature in time, if not a video. Yep. On. So not on right things. now. But not right now. You will do. Um, there is a new video coming, incidentally. Um, I've sort of hinted at this in the forums, but uh, there is a, there is a new trailer coming, which uh, will have end space on it, and uh, they'll be walking you through various parts of of the game. So uh, look forward to that. But um, I, as I'm sure you guys know, have a nice little fold and we've got lots of various concept art bits. There is something relating to the skill tree in there. So uh there so down the line down the line there will be a uh, a concept art piece regarding the skill tree specifically. And I think that is all the questions we have for George. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, this is anything you want to specifically talk about as you've got Open forum at the moment. I don't know. I get scared. We get shy. That's no problem. Um, but yeah, thank you for inviting me in for another room cost. Uh, no problem. Always a pleasure. We uh, will be back after this first uh, piece with Sven from Spawn uh, with Luke. And uh, we'll be revealing more. And I will be talking uh, afterwards about the Wall of Champions and what we're going to do with it. So uh, very exciting! It, it is actually. It uh, it is. There's uh, it's, it's a lot more going on than you think. So here's uh, here's Sven from Spawn and his experiences as a first-time player of Heroes of Ruin at the PAX event.
I'm here behind the scenes at uh, you know the demo room at Square Enix Europe, and uh, joining me from Spong is uh, my old friend Sven Jocelyn, who's just been playing here as a viewer in the PAX build. Hi, Sven. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm, I'm pretty good, thank you. Uh, so how did you enjoy the Heroes of Ruin, then? Heroes of Ruin is uh, is looking really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Not that I was surprised or anything. But, uh, yeah, it's looking really good. It's um, very action-packed, and, uh, yeah, I'm liking it. It's a nice fantasy setting as well, and I'm loving the art style as well. And it's got badass sharks with... Ah, oh, the Tibers. With, with, with feet and everything. So, the Tibers, yeah. Yeah, it's good. But it's yeah, it's just easy to get into, and you can uh, connect with anyone really who's right next to you or online. So uh, I'm liking it. It's good. It's great. Any anything sort of stand out and look, made you um, want to go look into more in depth at all? Yeah, I definitely like the look of the world. Actually, the the actual um, what's the world called? The the world itself. Uh, we we. Hesitate to use ruin because although heroes of ruin would insinuate that ruin was the world, but it's not necessarily the name's world is ruin. Okay. Um, well, either what, way. what a poor name that is. But the the actual, I mean, you've got the the, the base city's net, the city of Nexus. Um, right. The level you played was you were the coral tombs earlier, and that's um, that actually on several different levels mm. uh, and it's very different either well, way. But yeah, it's it's beyond uh, many action slash multiplayer RPG action games that I've played in the past so you know battling on a pirate ship that's quite untoward in a, in a coral cave is quite nice and the the art design is something that's quite striking as well and I quite like the imaginative enemies that you face as well so and you, you did you I do recall you you did have to run away in terror at one point your character from from Captain Skullrot. Captain Skullrot was quite nice. Quite a nice chap, wasn't he? He, he? he was very pleasant. He offered you for a cup of tea and a slice of your skull. Offered me tea and unfortunately not something to eat. But no. instead, he uh, he made me uh, run away in terror using a weird spell that he has, which wasn't very nice. I think the idea of that was to disperse all your men away so that you whittle a four-man party down to three, two, one, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're knackered. So. Uh, yeah, it got me several times, and it wasn't it wasn't pleasant. But I, I nobbled him, so don't worry about you know, that. He, he, he won't forget you in a hurry. Yeah, he won't because he's well, dead. He'll never forget. Well, he's dead anyway. He's a, he's a <laughs> he'll never remember yeah. or forget again. He'll never will forget. No, because <laughs> his skull's just rotten. So it's... exactly. Well, I think the clues in the name really. Yeah. Captain Skull Rot. We're, we're clever like that. Yeah. Very nice names. Anyway, uh, you can read Sven's preview and what he actually thought, as opposed to what he's telling me. Um, but it'll be more coherent than what more... I'm actually saying right now because I'm just my brain's frazzled at the moment. But he, I do he, like the he, game. His brain's gone OTT on Heroes of Ruin. This it is has. Good. We, we're, he's able to rend video game journalist brains to mush by like, its awesomeness. Like a spell from Captain Skullrot, my brain is mush. Captain Skullrot, he's our hero. Yeah. If you're dead and a pirate, he'll bring your party down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> you should use that. <laughs> Gonna rend your spleen asunder. <laughs> it's gonna Watch loot, out for loot. treasures that you'll loot and plunder. Yeah. Anyway, we'll um, you can. We'll, we will stop this. Uh, but uh, go on uh, Spong. Spong.com. Yeah, why not? www.spong.com for all my witterings. And also and for at, heroes and, of and at Sven underscore Spong for all your twitterings. Yes, I like it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Free, pl- free plug. Thanks. Thanks. I like that. There we go. And there's also the at Spong.com Twitter feed as well. 
So check it out. Anyway, Sven, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, Kevin. And My pleasure. Uh, look forward to seeing, seeing you very soon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of Heroes of Ruin. So thanks for inviting me. Hi guys, it's Kevin again, back, and I'm with the guys from Blistered Thumbs this time. We've got uh, Yusuf. Hiya. And we've got Gordon, the man you Hello. never see because he's always behind the camera. Yes. <laughs> but he's, he has a voice at last. It's here. I do indeed. Indeed. But when he's allowed to speak. When he's allowed to speak. <laughs> yes, mister. Has he got a note? Has he got a... He's got a note from his mum. That he yeah, do. yeah. Yes, well. yes, I do. Um, and from my psychologist. I see. <laughs> So, as a psychologist, so naturally they're both completely suitable for talking about Heroes of Ruin. Of course. So, both you guys have actually played Heroes. Tell me what you your opinions of it, because obviously uh, you used to played the more recent build today. Yeah, um, what I played today was a, a completely different thing to what we saw earlier. The game's obviously been updated some more since we last saw it, but I was impressed last time, so... This time, I even sent out a, a Twitter note earlier in the week saying this might be the game that the 3DS actually needs because there's, well, I don't think there's quite the quality on the 3DS it needs right now. Uh, and this game really looked like a lot of fun. It was, and when Gordon played it the first time, I was hungrily looking over the shoulder trying to get some gameplay in because I like uh, hack and slash top down sort of games and I love the fact they've streamlined everything onto simple control methods and so the game doesn't become bogged down with inventory systems it's all about getting in playing the game and easily playing the game with multiple people um, I really like the title and from what I've heard the best is yet to come so that's great Gordon uh, well when I played Heroes of Ruin at the post E3 conference it was sort of a return to the first game I ever played which well I played properly end to end constantly it was the first Diablo game I'm sure ah. everyone else you've spoken to has made the comparison but what you've done with the new version as Yusuf said you've streamed it down uh, it's, 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 it still has the complexity of playing a console game but with some of the simplicities you get from a mobile phone game which is of course at the moment all the rage everyone's playing the games on their iPhones their HTCs and so on and you've Managed to sort of speed up the process of playing the game. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know the, the the dev team and the sales and the, the sales guys. We we're all very concerned that it doesn't get bogged down in oh, go through my inventory and sort all this out and you know be fluid. Fluid yeah. is the word we be using a lot. So I mean that's I mean that's great. I mean, but, um, Honestly, Yusuf, you actually played the multiplayer aspect of it yeah. today, which you didn't play last time. You were playing with uh, Roy, one of our guys from PR. So what, how did that change for you? Um, it showed me that I'm better at Rory than the game because he died. But He, he, he did die. <laughs> he did die, um, which, is un- which is unfortunate. Um, well, he's played the game multiple he's times. He's played the game, but, yeah. uh, but that was but, he, didn't know, he didn't know where he was going because yeah. of the regenerating sure he had tired fingers because he's been playing all day. He has been playing all day. Anyway, uh, the multiplayer, uh, yeah, it's if it, if it works like they're saying it will, and obviously they're not going to lie to us, it's going to be really, really good, the whole drop-in, drop-out. But actually playing the game to play, you kind of got more more to do, especially as a gunslinger, because instead of suddenly running into a fight and then getting jumped by everybody and having to roll out and shoot, you can actually have that vindicator get in there, 
attack the enemies and you can work from the back and then if he needs to back off you've got your sweeping attack that kind of clears the path mm. for him to for him to get away and heal himself up um, it sort of changes the dynamic of the game and actually somehow manages to switch from being a very good single player game to being a multiplayer game without just feeling like tacked on it feels like it should have been there in the first place and yet changes the way you play the game completely mm. I mean you mentioned the whole sort of help aspect mm. um, that's one of the things that obviously be encouraging with the use of the microphone and uh, real time chat it's obviously uh, crap I'm in trouble help Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, that sort of strategy element and controlling your party is going to be uh, quite a big part as well of the experience but uh, any, anything else that stood out for, I, for either of you uh, um, when I first played it I couldn't hear the audio because we were in a large room and it was very you, noisy. That, that Here, big I old actually factory, heard yeah. the audio for, properly for the first time. It sounded really, really good. Really like the sounds that were coming from it. Well, the uh, best is yet to come. We'll uh, be revealing some of uh, the uh, music and audio soon, I, I hope. The stars align, etc., <laughs> etc. Um, so, can you anything from you? Um, just, just sort of made you go, huh? Or? I, I'm not sure. Actually, it was... One of the things I would like to mention is that the 3D effect actually worked really well. I've played a lot of these 3D games and they kind of make you feel either disorientated um, sometimes. But it was I actually mentioned this while playing it and I found that quite weird because we were in the middle of a fight. So I just kind of stopped where I was and went, that lighting looks really good. And it was because the, the stream was 3D and the dust particles in between it. And that felt like the kind of effect you put on a console game, not on a handheld. Um, it, it's funny you should say that you that you literally stopped, and I remember I remember seeing yeah. it. You, you, you weren't the only person who did that today. Yeah, in fact, about three or four people have literally just went, oh, that's, and they forgot what they were doing. <laughs> they forgot what they were doing, and then they proceeded to get a, a tiger biting them on the backside. I lived so, though. You lived, yeah. yeah. You survived. <laughs> that proves that proves that you are superior. Yes. Yes, Blit- you heard it, Internet. Blistered thumb, <laughs> blistered thumbs, victory there yeah. over over all comers. Yes, all of them, everyone. Yeah, we're, we're we're sitting shoulders straight and back, head tall. At this point, you just can't see it. Yes, of course. Not <laughs> not, not, not slouched on the sofa. Slouched. No, game is back. Game is back. <laughs> anyway, um, well, thanks for coming down, guys. Um, if you want to uh, check out either the first video, which actually you probably already have done because we've linked it on the forums and on the blogs on the Facebook and everywhere. But is it uh, blisteredthumbs.net, yes. isn't it? Uh, check it out. Uh, and obviously there'll be a new video preview, which you may well have seen already before this uh, audio goes out. But see it again. It's well worthwhile. It's actually a really nice interview. You're saying we're talking from the future? Well, I, I, I don't... I, I wouldn't want to say, didn't you not feel that buzzing sensation on your skin as you went through the door? Ah, that's what it was. Ah, you see. So <laughs> we, we operate exactly seven seconds out of sync with the actual present. Ah, that's it's how Square Enix get these games out. It's, it's, an interest, it's an interesting <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's, uh, Some people say it causes severe headaches and things and, you know, chronic paranoia, but... But uh, I've yet to see any Those si- I've yet, people I've yet, watching. I've yet, I've, yet to see, I've yet to see any sign of it yet, <laughs> at least in myself. So yeah. it's good. Anyway, thank you for coming down, gentlemen. No worries. Thanks for having us. And we're back. <laughs>
Uh, we may sound like we're in a slightly different location. Uh, that's because we are. We're actually in one of the uh, recording rooms. I think the first Dreamcast was recorded in. Oh yeah, in I here. have a feeling it was as well because Mike made a lot of silly noises. Mike made this, lots of silly noises. Yeah, this whole that room, sounds like Mike. This whole room is soundproofed, so 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 yeah. No one could do it. No one could hear. Yeah. Well, no, no one could hear up until the point where they realised that the uh, soundproofing wasn't entirely soundproofing. <laughs> anyway, I'm here uh, for, for part four of our ruined cast multi-person spectacular. Huh. And uh, as you can hear, I've got Luke with me. Hello. Uh, we've got a few questions still to answer, and then we, then we go into vast amount of news time. So uh, I know you guys have been looking forward to that, especially as I, I sort of teased it on the forum. Uh, first, though, I want to quickly go back to a question that Auto Kirby asked us earlier, which was regarding the circle pad peripheral. Now, we've been, he's asked us, I'm assuming Auto Kirby's a he, I think so, um, what myself and George think, but we were just wondering what you, what your personal opinion is of, of the circle pad peripheral. Do you see it as a good thing? Do you, do you see it as an ugly piece of plastic? I mean, what's, what's your opinion um, there? It's difficult to, difficult to say without fear of reprisal, I think. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, Nintendo so going to sneak up on you in I'll the night. I'll be careful. I mean, to me, I, I actually really like it. I like the idea of it. Um, I... I Ever since I had other handheld devices, I've always thought that you know they're, they're pretty much all handhelds should have two, two analog sticks or you know, two uh, sense of, two sets of directional controls. I just think it helps. Um, so I was kind of surprised when it when it only had the one circle pad. To be honest, um, but you know I think I think it's a good thing. I think. I, I'd very much like to see it on the machine, if I'm honest. Uh, I think a lot of people would, uh, and I think there's room for it. And I think that kind of that kind of thing could, you know, come in a future iteration. Um, that, that's not to say I know anything that you guys don't know. But um, I mean, R- I, I, remember, I like guys, it. we we didn't even know it was coming, so no. the chances of us knowing about any, anything else is very low. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it suits. I think that you know the thing is, um, in my opinion, it suits shooters. I'm not I'm not really a shooter fan, so I don't really think of it in. As helpful in that sense, but I do like um, action games and, and action adventure games, and I, I I just I guess I'm used to having another stick that ends up controlling things like camera. Well, you make whatnot, a you make so. a good point because it's a it's a three D space. Yeah. So it's natural that you need to go um, both yeah, forward and backwards, and, and uh, you need to go along all three yeah. axes. I mean, there's def- there's definite uses for it. I don't think it's essential, and I. I find it really odd when I see comments like, "Oh, this means it can the 3DS can compete with the Vita," or I, I find comments like that really strange because it, I don't judge I don't judge a machine on like kind of how many buttons it's got. I mean, it just reminds me of old old systems controllers with tons and tons of buttons, and they were by you know it didn't do them any favors. So I don't necessarily think that a, a, you know a handheld should be judged by how many circle pads it has or how thick the whole thing is to, to hold when it's attached. But, I mean, I, I find it interesting. So um, I think it's pretty cool that they've brought it out and that, it you know, games are starting to take use of it. But um, it's interesting to see what happens and whether it will become, you know, whether all games will adopt it or whether it will become an optional, a f- you know, a fully optional 
accessory so that most games have sort of a couple of control schemes. I, I, I don't know, but I quite like it myself. It, it, it looks a bit bulky, but... Mm. Yeah. I, I, I suspect what we might see is that not... I say all, all games that are probably coming out from the from the latter part of 2012 will, will have an alt, at least from that point well, on will have an alternate yeah. alternate control scheme there just in case yeah. um, I mean it depends at the, at the end of the day it depends on how well it sells if no one buys it then no games are going to support it so mm. um, I always I always like the term vote with your dollar you know if you like it grab it if you don't don't worry about it that's, that's my view on it um, I, you know I'll get it but just because I like things like that. You're a massive Nintendo fan as well, aren't you? I'm, yeah, infamous for it, so... Um, I'll probably get it, but but never open it from its original packaging. So there, yeah. As a, as a, as a, as a side note, and this is not in the questions at all, but I'm just I'm just slightly curious, uh, what do you think about the new, the new Wii? The new slimline um, Wii, because apparently Nintendo are going to do a, a vast array of bundles on it. But, but is there a slimline Wii? I thought they just, yes. they just took the... It looked the same size. It's, it it's slimlined, the they've taken the backward compatibility out, they've taken the Wi-Fi out. But it did, what I mean is it didn't look any smaller. It just looked like the same thing without the panel. Yeah, but now apparently it's is slightly dinkier, more slimline. Yeah, well, if it's cheap enough and, you know... Small enough, I might grab it. I've already got two Wii's, so mm. I don't know if I need another one, but yeah, we'll see. Okay, uh, Heavenly Classic asks Are there geeky little funny looking type comic relief enemies? And if so, do they have clowny funny music playing when you see them slash proceed to fight them? He's dead. Um, I don't know, I, 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 maybe they're sort of thinking something like, I don't know, the, like the Rappies from Fantasy Star with that sort of type of music. I, I don't know. Um, sure. is, is there a sort of a slightly comic relief-y there are, Do you know, enemy? there are, there are, um, there are definitely more amusing characters in the game and more brutal enemies in the game. But so far from, you know, obviously the game's not finished but while I've been playing through it, I've not seen any uh, anecdotal melodies accompanying them. But yeah, there are some there are some funny little creatures in there, and I think that's uh, I think that's a good touch because if you're if you're fighting against a whole bunch of enemies and you get the really powerful ones, but then you get the really weaker, sappier ones, you're like, well, you, they just turn into fodder, and you don't actually want to fight them at all. You get get a bit annoying, they sort of mm. swarm you down. So I like when I like when they have a bit of a bit of a quirky edge because you know it's, and then they're, they're not meant to pose a serious threat but at least they have some some other entertainment value that the bigger enemies don't so you can sing along though when you fight them if they don't have yeah. a special tune if they, if they do have a special tune feel free to make up your own lyrics to that um, there's, that, um there's another challenge <laughs> there's another cha- that, that's my challenge for for the future <laughs> and uh luke will enjoy <laughs> luke will enjoy uh, any submission you have for that Actually, that that brings us on. That brings us neatly on to your challenge. Oh, the challenge! Yeah. But if you remember the challenge from episode two, to make your own trailer, somebody did. Somebody actually did. Super Ducky, I believe, was the name. Yeah, good old Ducky. Ev- everyone has seen that trailer, by the way. Everyone has seen it. Every, everyone yeah. uh, from cells has anyway. Yeah. 
most of the subcontinent has. Yeah, and it was um, it was interesting to gauge some of the responses. We're, we're thinking of scrapping the entire game and doing it in that graphical style. Well, you know, it it, it works uh, for some games. It does. Yeah, can't think of one at the moment. Top of I my can. Head. I can. You can. Yeah. Um, I played Toonstruck as a child, and the bosses were done in this. You had these three henchmen, and they were done in kind of sketch form. Okay, they had like a, one had a mouth gun or thing, and one had glasses, and one had uh, I can't remember some eye. I can't remember exactly, but um, ears. That was their big ears. But they they were all drawn in like a sketch form. So are we saying that he, he may have actually? He may have treat, cheated twice. Cheated twice. Now that he's used the structure of the trailer, he may have like copyright infringement on, do, on do, somebody else's design. Do you know what I like? Do you know what I liked about? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I liked about that trailer is that there, it was made out to be very spontaneous. In that, oh, I saw their note and said, "Oh God, why am I uploading this?" But <laughs> yeah, right now it's one thing to, to grab the, to grab the soundtrack and to grab the format. That's actually quite quick, and that didn't didn't require much thought. And that, that you know, that's fine. That's fine. It was never meant to be fully serious, of course. But what I'm now picturing is is Super Ducky sitting down at a table, deliberately drawing characters, and thinking no. to himself, "Oh, this one's gone slightly wrong, but I'm going to have to run with that now and turn him into a strange feline." Yeah, jester. it's the the the, the vindicator. Yeah, coming onto the slightly keyboard cat music. <laughs> well, at some point, someone, someone. I mean, assuming he doesn't live alone, someone must have seen that and said, "What are you doing?" And and. <laughs> they had, he had to have actually yeah. explained it, oh. presumably to a member of family. Yeah. Who then, you know, oh, their, their, enti- their entire yeah. their entire idea of this person has now been irrevocably changed. It's oh, an interesting ferry. What's that for? Yeah. Uh, yeah, homework. Oh, yeah. School project. <laughs> Still. Why maybe, are you drawing this woman with very low trousers? Um, <laughs> I thought. It, I thought. Even though. Even though. Um, even though the effort was downplayed by Super Ducky, it showed a no, considerable. We, we, we really, did, we really did enjoy that. Yeah, and, and uh, we, we did think that was really cool. Okay. Um, oh, I, I think we have uh, the name of the month for Lego Leonidas. <laughs> Lego what? Lego Leonidas. Lego Leonidas. Sorry. Oh. I think that's our name. Well, we haven't got many other questions, so I, I think I think it is. It's uh, congratulations, you you win that title. Um, go bow, bow down to Frog Lord. I can imagine he'd have like just a Lego block instead yes. of a six pack. That's what Leonidas is famous for, I think. That and beards and shouting. I, I like the concept of doing this is Denmark, and then Denmark. Is it Denmark? Lego? Remember from rightly? Oh, I don't know. I can't <laughs> kick you down. Well, from a UK perspective, this is Windsor. Could be. Well, that's Lego Land, though, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's Lego. There's Lego lands. Lands everywhere. Lego Land is like Lego the Alexandretta. Alexandria of its time. I've never, I've never been to one, but I'm there. There was like 27 plus at one time. Fake oh. historical note for you. There, that I'm sure no one's in, remotely interested in. Um, I love the sense of humour here, both on the site and in the podcast. Hooray! That's that's good. We like we like praise. I was being serious. Yeah, well, well that's just me. That's just me. I'm just like this all the time. Uh, any chance of seeing in jokes or humorous references in the game? You bet. I actually know one that's in there. 
I'm not going to let any clues slip. Well, you'll have to, you'll have to tell me later. So. Uh, I can tell you that it's... Um, I will tell you later, of course. Yeah. Um, I can tell you it's a, it's a movie reference. A movie reference? Mm-hmm. An animated movie reference. Mm-hmm. Famous cult animated movie reference. And it's not that I'm not saying because of... Uh, they may get sued or anything like that. It's nothing... It's nothing um, Controversial, but uh, I want to keep it a surprise. So maybe someone mm. will see it, maybe they won't. Um, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands lately, and I can't get enough of the nerdy gags and quotes. It's kind of a tongue in cheek way of breaking the fourth wall, and I find it rather charming. Mm. So there is, uh, so there are items, uh, or at least one. There are, definitely, yeah. Definitely um, something I'm going to talk about later. Uh, you'll you'll very much appreciate the nerdy gags and quotes. But but yes, you'll have to wait and see for the other thing. Well, we're trying to we're trying to do that a lot on the website as well. Yeah, you may have noticed that some of the um, XP challenges have uh, sort of little meme centric titles and names and whatnot. <coughs> so um, yeah, we're a big we're a big fan of those as well. Uh, Shems08 says, Can someone make the Ruin cast as YouTube videos? That's one for you. <laughs> um, in, in theory, we could. I'm not sure what they would However, have. we'd need an account that had greater than 10 minutes on it. But you can, you can have things on there minutes. that are longer than 15 minutes. Either. You can, but you need to have an account that's been around for a while and has proven hits and things, and then oh. YouTube will up it. Alternatively, you need to have a director's account. Um, not director's mm. account, a partnership with YouTube, which gets you all the bells and whistles. Yeah. I might see if we can um, sort that out. Uh, yeah, well, you'll, you'll need some cash for that. Luke. You'll, you'll need some cash for that. Got a shout. Yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see. We'll, we'll certainly look into it. If not, um, I mean, yeah, what, you can do it. You know, if it's how long is the average podcast? Is it forty minutes? I think forty minutes. What we don't really want to do is a part one, a part two, a part three. It just you know you end if up. We, if we had part that, three and if we had that, I'd, I'd, I'd put it up. Yeah. No problem. I'd, I'd sort out. I'd sort out something. You'd have a nice have animated background with the heroes of ruin graphic, and uh, you could listen to us all. Oh. Perhaps we'd even do a special video one. A vidcast well, we podcast. Yeah. We could do. We could, we could do. do one. Except yeah. that, except that George would be very nervous about doing it. Well, George, George is very. Um, he's, a, he's a very uh, presentable gentleman, but he's, he's he sometimes get he sometimes gets a bit self conscious about the way he appears in certain interviews. And um, well, don't we all? Yeah, but. Um, George, oh, I'm not brave enough to go on camera. So, uh, so what you'd actually, so what you actually get was a, a, a video of me sitting down with t- two people either side of me with bags on their heads or something. <laughs> Mystery men. That's a bit scary. That is a bit scary. Can we implement a, a human walking around with a bag on his head in the game? What, what, what I'd like to do is, uh, <laughs> we, we could, but then you know, it's, it's a bit Resident Evil, isn't it? We'd um, <clears throat> what I think we could be, we could do, for example, is put, stick the podcast on YouTube and then just have, say, we're talking about screenshots at the time, then we could show them something like that. But we'll, we'll certainly look into it. That would be good. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. something we we want to do. Yeah. So we, we, we will look into it. Is, is the answer there? And that's not a polite way of saying no. That's, no, that's it's, no, it's, it's literally, literally is a we will look into it. Uh, Auto Kirby asks again: um, Are you, or would you consider releasing a soundtrack of the game, either with the game itself or sometime after? Heck yes, that'll be nice. Um, that, of course, 
is something we can discuss on the next show, which uh-huh. will be with Sasha Putnam, who is the composer for the Heroes of Ruin soundtrack. Mm, and we've got, composer. yes, indeed, uh, multi-award winning, mm. multimedia, of all sorts of things, television, radio, yeah, awesome. well, I movies. Think I actually do think we're very lucky to have Sasha on the project. Mm. I think it's a, it's a big win. And um, you know, listening to all the stuff that he's been recording and providing so far I think uh, some beautiful, some beautiful stuff and yeah. yeah, with any luck you'll actually be able to hear a piece of uh, music from Heroes of Ruin on the next oh. podcast because we will be interviewing him so please go on to the forum and there is a thread already it's been, a, it's been active for a while but please get your questions in specifically for Sasha because we're doing a bit we'll do a big um, interviewee piece and that, that, that's all him next, next time round so, uh, look, so again, look forward to that. But you know, we'll we'll see about you know talking about the soundtrack and uh, what goes on. In fact, you probably go back a bit to Heavenly Classics' question regarding sort of comic relief music. You can ask if there's we can actually ask if there's a something something in there that's uh, slightly more light-hearted, shall we say? But uh, yeah, there's already some really good questions about you know how is the music dynamic and all these all these other things. Are those it? Based on location or enemies or or just the general area itself. Well, let Sasha answer those. Well, let Sasha answer those indeed. Right. Uh, just a quick thing, as I'd mentioned, the forums. There is a forum competition going on at the moment. If you are in the forum and you make a nice post, and uh, this is in the Ruincast sub forum or the main heroes of ruin sub forum i'll be looking there okay if it's a really good post you will win a poster and it's the same type of post that we were going giving away on the facebook competition a little while ago a few weeks back so keep those posts coming in i've already given out one i'm pretty certain hound of god won one of them is that when you did a very nice post when you transcribe the uh, podcast no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> so, so what, besides he wouldn't have known if he'd won uh, <laughs> so, so what what constitutes uh, an excellent post an excellent uh, something that makes a very valid point i mean the, the facebook ones we gave away were a mixture of you know we gave away ones that were obviously very supportive for heroes of ruin oh. there's some posts although that was that's by no means a guarantee i mean i also gave one away from somebody who completely disagreed with something that we were saying but made it very made a very good point in doing so and you know debated it properly oh. um so it, it's not it's it's not there just for you to you know just it's be not... overly sycophant towards us in in order to get some merchandise. We we want you to make good points and debate items. You know, if you if you're concerned about something and you've you've got a good reason, then that might get you something. If you're overly pleased with something and you think that something we're doing is really really good, that again may get you something. So is it just a a good quality forum post hmm. that's not you know one line long with a smiley face. Good old-fashioned contribution. Contribution. Okay. Simple as that. So you've got the... Well, you've got, by the time this goes out, you'll have, let's say, ooh, uh, about half a week. Hmm. Half a week to a week. So... Uh, and it's not like limit, it's not limited to... No, no, there's no, there's no limit on them. Cool. 
really. I can give away as many or as, or as little as uh, as I like. But um, it's all that was all up to quality. Uh, you'll know if you've won a post, by the way, because there, there'll be an edit or a post underneath your post, which will actually say postal winner. That's nice. That is nice. Like um, from so from um, from a moderating point of view, so there was so so you will know. And I'll do a little post on the front page as well, just to let people know who actually did win. Mm. But uh, yeah, so but Hound of God one was really nice. It's a shame I don't have it here. Actually, it was it was great. Okay. It's time to get into the big news, okay? So we've actually got uh, three pieces of news. And the first thing we're going to do is talk about a new area. Now, I say it's a new area. It's actually an area you've seen already. But we've said absolutely nothing about it in terms of your names and details and things like that. And that is the, the forest area. And that forest is area is called the Elder Forest, and Luke is very kindly going to tell us a bit about what you may stumble into there. Ah, the Elder Forest. Well, I have heard that it's called the Elder Forest not because it's an old forest, but because it's the forest where the elders were, so I don't want to give too much away, but that, that there is, interestingly enough, um, there is actually a backstory around the forest area, you know, and... and Everything that is is in there, um, <clears throat> it's filled with some ruins, uh, aptly named there. Um, you can fight all sorts of uh, creatures in there. I've already seen some wolf type creatures, uh, or you know, I don't want to ruin too much, but there there are a whole bunch. Is of that where the flaming wolves are, by any chance? Because the, yes, people, they're they're outside. That's where the flaming wolves. Although that's not their official name. No, no. But um, if you're if you're if you've seen that screenshot where the the wolf has some sort of fire effects, then, there are, yeah, that's the, the area. Until, so, until uh, such time as, as it's revealed otherwise, I think we're, all, we're, all, we're safe to still call them flaming wolves. Although it does sound like we're sort of just berating them somehow. Flaming so, wolves? Sounds like a, 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 some sort of chaser, doesn't it? <laughs> the fl- yeah. Flaming wolf. Uh, mm. f- flaming, uh, flaming wolf. Grey liqueur on fire. Uh, the flaming wolf and um, a tiber shark, please. Mm. So yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of creatures. It's actually a really nice, um, really nice area, I think, because you, you know, it's not just uh, foliage and and sort of tombs and and ruins and sort of spread out consistently across every area. It sort of it it, it jumps up and uh, uh, you know you get some areas where there's there's nothing but foliage and other areas where there's 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 not actually a lot and there's a few dry roots and it's really interesting to go in and see with the the dynamic environments, you know, is, is, is actually different every time. And, um, of course, in that one area, there are a whole bunch of different um, sort of areas within that area as well. So uh, I'm not sure they all have names. They have sort of a... Uh, I think they have uh, quest names, but... I was just thinking, prep. I know obviously we've got the dynamic dungeons, but probably the Elder Forest is the most obvious where that... Would that dynamic dungeon would occur because a forest is always changing? So hmm. you should the, what, even in real life, if you went into a forest, it would be a, it would be a different it's experience different. every time. Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, it's an interesting um, area as well because when you think of fantasy games and mm. especially something along the lines of an action RPG or you know something that you might compare this this game to, then you you kind of expect to see a forestry area or, or something along those lines, but. Um, 
at the same time we didn't want to you know we obviously didn't want to do something that's uh too similar to any of those but um so i i feel like we've got the right balance uh, or rather end space have got the right balance of you know just making it its own area but at the same time having enough familiarity in there for, for people that you know they really want to jump into that kind of forest area and there'll be a profile of that coming down the line by the by and you'll see we'll slowly start moving away from coral tombs and start talking about elevators and then we get to talk about other things as well maybe other characters mm. Mm. as in character classes that would be what I'm inferring yeah. you mean there are more there are more than two there are you mean those two others on the on the poster <laughs> and the artwork are actually doing things yeah. yes they are um, they guys. who will not be named, i.e. The, the architect and the savage. Okay. Um, right. News number two. Wall of Champions. Uh, Wall of Champions has changed an awful lot over, <laughs> over the months. But it was changed a lot over the months, but at the same time, the core of what it is uh, has not I know that sounds a bit contradictory, but but bear with me and you'll see what I mean. Okay. Uh, Wall of Champions, you are obviously getting... Those of you who are on the site and signed up, uh, you get experience points for doing items. It could be going on a page. It could be commenting on somebody's somebody's profile. could be voting on polls. Various numbers thereof. But the one thing that uh, you haven't been told is what is actually <laughs> actually going towards those of you who have got the 100 percent, which of course you can, which of course you can now get with the uh, extra XP. Well, uh, what was the Wall of Champions, which you were working towards, has now been replaced. Those of you who have a hundred percent, as of I think we're going to say it's beginning of November or very much around that time those of you who have 100% will graduate from that uh, to something called the Honour Guard uh, you'll get your own special section on the site which is exactly what we said was going to happen with Wall of Champions originally and you'll be up there and your, your name will be emblazoned with glory and sprinkles and, and other things um, and uh, in time there will be something that will appear on your profile which will signify that you're a member of the Honor Guard and uh, that will be that except the Wall of Champions is continuing uh, they will, the, you will then graduate to level 2 because there's going to be uh, multiple levels and the amount of XP rewards on the site will absolutely skyrocket uh, we're, they're, they're not in any way you know, finalised at the moment but there may be ones for doing ooh, I don't know uh, visiting new pages, visiting the Wall of Champions itself, there will be a, a new page on the website which will list who is the, uh, the top people who has who has the most uh, XP? Uh, but it'll also tell you where you are and how people are doing around you. Hmm. 
So there'll be uh, there might be ones visiting that. Uh, there might be extended versions of of current XP rewards. Mm. Ones to do with articles. Ones to do with how you visit the site, perhaps, or you know, or what or what you search for when you're when you're there. Um, there may well be ones related to when you sign in to heroesofruin.com and there may even be XP rewards related to the challenges when the game releases so this is quite a long term upgrade that is planned there is um, items that you will not there's items and things that you will not get for some time um, and there may be ones that you get straight away. You'll you'll have to you'll have to wait and see. But I would expect you to see very soon, actually, uh, in a month and a half at the at the latest, there to be some f new XP challenges coming along, which is roughly about the time when we uh, stop. The uh, original World Champions and select the Honor Guard. Hmm, funny that. So what you're saying is that after, at the point of hearing this podcast, there is still time for people to You still have time to get into, to yeah. get the 100% and get Honor Guard. But I would take it that as of November 1st, boom, that that will get... Well, it won't get locked off, but those the, the number of people that will actually be... In the honor guard, there'll be like a finalized list, yeah. and no one else, no one else will be able to get in the honor guard. Those who come later on, when we're we're near release, this is not for them. This reward, this is this is for you guys who've been with us since the beginning. So, say, so look out for that. Um, if you're listening to the nin. Nintendo Life podcast, which I did very recently, I may have let slip a potential name for one of the uh, upcoming XP rewards. Oh. So there's a there's a there's a reason to tune into that. It's a, it's quite an obvious one actually, but uh, <laughs> I don't I don't tell you what it is exactly. But uh, for, the, for those of you who like to hunt down the details, there's something there. Do you know what? I'm really surprised and um, <clears throat> really pleased to see that some some of the, uh, you know, if you look on the homepage and it says, it says mm. latest challenge and it says something like buckaroo, I'm really amazed at how people are able to figure out what they are and what you need to unlock them because I've been really rubbish at it. Oh, we, I, we, know, we've got some, these, so, uh, we've so got some cool. doozies coming down the line. <laughs> we really have. Uh, those of you who like the the funniness and the pop culture and all sorts of things. Um, yeah, there's more ones for meme. This, this is all assuming that the, these names actually, you know, get the well, go through the approval process, and you know, some may change, some or not. But there's there's ones relating to songs, ones relating to films, ones relating to anime, ones relating to the internet. Um, there's some um, there's some in joke ones uh, <laughs> that uh, you you guys may appreciate. Uh, some may, some will be obvious. Some will, some will be. What the heck were they thinking? Uh, but I, I had so much fun rising these guys. You've got no idea. 
I have fun just reading them. Yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of stuff. The, the um, Jason, who is who haven't met on the team yet, perhaps we'll do Jason somewhere down. Yeah, there. I think I think he I think deserves a little. Uh, J- Jason is the original driving force behind the Wall of Champions. He's uh, a web guy and one of the one of the uh, coders on the website um, and our in our IT team. Uh, he loves these, so it's going to be you're going to have you're going to have lots of fun, and there's going to be things coming up on latest challenge which you're going to go what? Oh, what the heck is that? That makes no sense, and then there'll be things that's like oh my god, they're actually referencing that. So yeah, all good. Speaking of all good though, uh, all good things must come to an end, and I'm not just talking about the podcast, sadly. Um, I've been here for three months. Uh, I've sort of cover for for Mike to fill the gap, and uh, sadly, this will be my last ruin cast. Insert R sound effect here. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sad. Yeah, Luke, Luke is genuinely sad about yeah. this, um, but there will be a, a brand new community manager coming in who's full time. Um, Someone that uh, the sales guys specifically wanted in. So uh, the next podcast you hear, which will be the Sasha Putnam podcast, uh, they will be doing the interview. I'm not even sure if it's a him, him or a her, but uh, well, surprise! There you go. Uh, you, you don't even know. I don't even know. But they will be doing the podcast next time. Um, they'll introduce themselves to you in time. With I mean, I think the changeover is uh, roughly that. Uh, end of this current month so by the time first couple of days of November you'll have heard from them and they'll introduce them to you but it's been great fun working on Heroes of Ruin I've uh, put in as much ridiculousness as I can into <laughs> into the future things so uh, you can enjoy them and there's a, a bunch of articles down the line uh, there's, there's articles for I'll tell you this now. The if you like the uh, the bestiary, we had the the Tiber not that long ago. There's something for the Leviathan. There's something for the uh, where is the uh, for Captain Skullrot. I think Captain Skullrot's the next one up. Uh, so you've got that. There's there's items for there's there's a load more concept art coming, uh, including some very surprising concept art, which uh, may cause some of you to blush. And a lot of, there's a lot of in-depth stuff coming up. Writing, I'm just writing like a beast at the moment. But like I say, it's um, all good things must come to an end. And uh, I uh, wish the sales team all the best in the future. We've here as much. It's a really lovely game, and uh, I'm sad to not continue working on it. But, uh, but you will be. Uh, I'll, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be. Oh sorry. yeah, I'll be sticking around. Yeah. I'll be. Uh, this is. Uh, it will be the game that I. In all, it, I'm not joking. It is the game that I will get a 3DS for. Have you have you maxed out your 100% XP yet? I haven't. No. Uh, uh, I haven't. No. So, so I won't even be in Honor Guard. There you go. Right. So even even I won't be in Honor Guard. I I I am horrified. I'll have to do something about this, like bribe Jason. <laughs> but um, there's lots of stuff coming down the line. Lots of stuff to look forward to, and um, that's it. I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> ridiculously long version of Ruincast, but there's been an awful lot of information to to get through, and uh, the team will see you next time. Bye bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye for now.
think we need to put some crying noises in here. <laughs> Perhaps I will. <laughs> Maybe that, that, uh... oh. Kevin had been working on the Heroes of Ruin side for quite some time. Oh, God. He implemented a set of challenges and even some bestiary elements. Some brilliant articles went up. But after some months... We should put it in. It's either that or na 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 hey goodbye. I don't know that one. No. We've stopped recording now, haven't we? No, we're still, we're still recording. I, I might quite, put I might put that in like after the after the, quite, the end music. Quite genuinely, it's you know, sad to be seeing you go, but I have to stick around. I'll be about. <laughs>